All right, friends. So today's episode, I'm going to be chatting with you guys about burnout slash boredom on your content creation, because in all reality, I think a lot of times our boredom is a mask for burnout, like not on purpose, just we get bored because we're burnout on something. And this episode actually started out, I was going to try to condense it all into like one episode, but this is actually going to be a two part episode today. I'm going to dig into the main causes behind burnout or boredom with content creation. And then the next episode, I'm going to walk you through how to bust through those and make content creation fun again, so that you can start seeing your SEO increase. Because as we all know, as we all know, content creation is absolutely a crucial part of running an online business or really any business in general. Um, you know, that famous quote, content is king. And the only kind of marketing left is content marketing is another great quote. So today we're going to sit and chat about the five main causes that really lead to burnout in content creation and BT dubs number four might surprise you. So listen in, be prepared to take notes, but also to ask yourself some tough questions. Okay. So I'm excited for y'all for this episode, because I want to see you not only succeed in your content marketing, but enjoy the process as well. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to simple SEO and marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. <laughs> hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. All right, friends. So I was actually going to do this whole podcast on being bored with content creation. And then here are two fixes, but the more like I actually recorded it. Um, <laughs> but the more and more I dug into it, I was like, man, if we don't evaluate the reason behind burnout or boredom and really get to the root of the problem, then whatever we do is just a bandaid fix. And y'all, I am not about bandaid fixes and business or life or hearts or anything like I just, I am somebody who I want to get to the root of the cause and fix it, which I'm sure makes me very fun to live with, <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. So one of the main reasons, the first reason why I think we get burned out on content creation or honestly anything is that we're trying to do too much. And y'all, we live in gosh, one of the busy, probably the busiest time in history, right? Like most of us are working 40 hours a week, if not more 
kids are in multiple sports and multiple activities, you're driving to and fro, like we microwave our food because we don't have time to heat it up in the oven. Not, I don't, I promise. I don't even have a microwave, but as a society, (laughs) we are so busy. There's so much demand on our time. There's so much demand on our attention. And to be quite honest, like we were not created to be going and plugged in 24 seven. God created us to need rest, which is still one of those things that I'm a little bit puzzled about. <laughs> like, Lord, I could get so much more done if I didn't have to sleep every night. But the fact of the matter is, is God created us to need rest. He created us to need Sabbath. He created us to need him. And when we are trying to constantly be in all of the places for marketing our business, when we are trying to do all of the things and be all of the things to all of the people, plus live this just fast paced life that our society lives, y'all, we are doing too much. That in and of itself, just doing less, will help you with burnout. Be that burnout in content creation, in your friendships, in your business, in your exercise regime, like whatever it is, I can almost promise you that doing a little bit less or cutting some things out and making room for margin will help you. So funny story, right? Y'all, I'm going to tattle on myself. I've been waiting for the opportunity to tell this story on myself because it's, it just made me laugh so much. So this is to the point about us needing margin. We need margin. So pre-children and really up until like mm, two or three years ago, I, I was the queen of being late to church, the queen of it. And looking back, I'm like, how in the world, Faith, were you always late to church when it was literally just you that you had to get ready? But whatever, like we all, we all have our weaknesses and you know what? Praise God, I'm getting better. But I've honestly been on time or early to church more often than not lately. And it was, I think it was Easter Sunday or the Sunday, the Sunday before Easter or the Sunday after, somewhere around Easter this year. And I was waiting for my mare, I have a brood mare, and I was waiting for her to foal. She had not had her foal yet. And so, but she was showing signs that she was ready to foal. And so I was checking her like multiple times a day to be like, oh, checking all of the things, <laughs> lots of things. And my husband had fed horses for me that morning before church, um, just to try to help me get the kids out the door sooner. Cause he has to be there before I do to lead worship anyway. But that morning I was like, you know, I'm just going to run and I'm going to check my mare one more time before church. So I go check my mare, no more signs of falling than the night before. So whatever I'm pulling out of my barn and just, it's kind of on like a little, little side road. I pull out and out of my pastor's yard runs the teeniest, tiniest, little cutest baby donkey that I have ever seen in my life. And this little donkey like runs right down the road, right in front of my truck. And I got stopped and I was like, what are you doing? And I like pulled forward a little bit more and the little booger followed my truck. And I'm like, what are you doing? So anyway, I knew I knew I couldn't just leave this baby donkey out because he's going to run in the road and get hit. And that would just be sad for everybody. So I pull over, hop out, 
And I look at this little donkey and he's like not even up to my knees. He's tiny. So I start looking around for a mama donkey. Like, where is this dude supposed to go? I get on the phone, call my husband, who's with my pastor at the time. Um, in a meeting, I was like, do you know where this donkey goes? Ask Pastor Margaret, do you know where this donkey goes? So we figure out maybe where the donkey goes. And so I was like, shoot, we're going to make this fun, y'all. <laughs> so I get the kids out who are uh, five and three. And I was like, y'all, we're going to have some fun. And so I pull a rope out from behind my <laughs> behind my seat because, of course, I have a kid rope with me. And I was like, all right, kids, like this donkey doesn't know how to lead, but we got to put this donkey back where he goes. And so here I am in an in a full length dress, which I rarely wear dresses, but I was wearing a dress that day. I'm in a dress. I've got two kids <laughs> and I take this kid rope. I build a loop and I one swing, catch this donkey around the neck and get the little booger caught because he's not going to lead, right? He's too little. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> so here I am with this donkey with a rope around his neck. And I tell my oldest, I was like, all right, baby, you got to go like, um, hold the rope and mama's going to like scooch him along. And I tell my youngest, I was like, okay, stand behind him and try to like keep him moving. Cause I want to keep him involved and they're just going to look back on this and it's going to be the most fun thing ever. So here we go. And I'm like trying to watch this donkey and see where he goes, where he's looking like he wants to go because horses generally, even though he's not a horse, he's in the same group as horses. They generally try to go back to where they get fed. And so I'm trying to pay attention to where he wants to go and I figure out like okay, this is for sure where he needs to go. But by the time I get to that fence, like I had missed the gate. And so here I have this little donkey and I'm trying to get this little donkey through this pipe fence and he will not lead through this fence. I can't push him through the fence. I can't like start shoving him through the fence head first, like no way, no, not happening. <laughs> so <laughs> me and my, um, rodeo kid self, I pick this donkey up like you would pick up a goat or a calf by the flank and by the front leg, like very gently, very gently, and like lay him on his little side to like slip him through the pipes in between the pipes to get him to his pen. And anyway, so then the kids and I crawl through, remember I'm in a full length dress, <laughs> crawl through the fence, get the donkey put away, like find out how we got out, like shoved him through this little crack that he got out of and make the donkey go back to his home safe and sound happy ending we all lived happily ever after <laughs> and we had so many laughs and so much fun and just honestly something that has been a source of joy and so memorable for me and my kids and here's the real kicker i still made it to church almost on time. Like I didn't have the kids to their classes and my butt in my chair before church started, but like we were in the doors and none of that would have been possible. Like being where I needed to be and doing what I needed to do would, with the fun thing in the middle, not that church isn't fun, but the fun unexpected thing, the fun unexpected thing would have never fit if I hadn't made margin in my schedule. And I think so many of us are just, we're just doing too much, honestly, like doing too much. And I, one of the things that has helped me the most in this is I have gone through, um, Chelsea Joe 
Chelsea Joe Moore's Systemize Your Life Academy and done the Systemize Your Life and Systemize Your Biz. And I will actually drop my affiliate link in here because that whole program has just helped me so, so much because I am hand raised the person trying to do too much naturally. Like my husband teases me all the time, like about how I try to fit, you know, 28 hours worth of things into 24 hours a day. And it's really true, but I've gotten so much better at it. And I'm so thankful because keeping margin in every aspect of your life really does help prevent burnout and really boredom too. Okay, and the number two cause for burnout or boredom with content creation is this. It's just not the season for that. You know, for that type of content creation, for that hard of a push, for that aspect of your business maybe. And I don't know how long y'all have been in business, but if you've been in business for more than a minute, you probably realize that there are seasons of sprint in business and there are seasons of more of a marathon pace in business. And you need to know what season you're in. In Proverbs 10 verse five in the Passion Translation, it says this, know the importance of the season you're in and a wise son you will be but what a waste when an incompetent son sleeps through his day of opportunity. Now I'm not saying that, you know, you should only ever work 10 hours a week when you have the capacity for more. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that you need to know the season that you are supposed to be in. You need to sit with the Lord and let him help you set the rhythm for this season. Let him help you plan out your marketing strategy. Maybe it's not the season for you to go gangbusters on social media. Maybe it's not the season for you to go gangbusters on your SEO, which I know sounds like sacrilege coming from a podcast on SEO and content marketing. Um, But really, know the season that you're in. Know the season that the Lord has you in and embrace it because if you just try to if you try to fight it gosh you're just going to be miserable and probably not very effective either all right and number three the number three main cause of burnout or boredom in your content creation is this no strategy y'all been there done that but the spaghetti at the wall stuff trying to follow all the trends just to get more likes or more follows or whatever Gosh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's very ineffective and very inefficient. And here's the thing. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, and you don't know what you're aiming for with your content marketing, then you are just spinning your wheels and throwing spaghetti at the wall. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing and what you're aiming for and how you're going to get there. Now, if you have not listened to my episode on my wagon wheel, why exercise episode number 66, make sure you go back and listen to that because what that exercise does is it helps you get to the deep why of your business and truly your content. And then it's so much easier to create a content strategy and content pillars and to move forward not just confidently, but authentically creating content around your deep why. But, you know, having a strategy in general is just crucial. And obviously I'm a big proponent of having a great SEO and keyword strategy, but at the core of it, I want you to know 
why you are doing what you're doing. I don't want you to just know your plan for like, oh, I'm going to post three days a week at 8 a.m. Like, no, that's not enough. You need to know what your content is moving people towards, how that's helping the bottom line of your business. And you need to know that it lines up with your deep why as a business owner. Hey friend, I know you're trying to grow this business, but does it feel like it's not really going anywhere? Did you know that we can actually fix the back end of your business so that you have some great SEO? Did you know that we can repurpose your podcast or repurpose your blog and help you grow faster? Did you know that was even an option? If you're thinking, oh my goodness, Faith, that would be amazing. Then head on over to faithhannon.com slash coaching or click the link in the show notes. In just one hour of your time, we'll get you a marketing plan in a box with the exact keywords that you need to be going for, how and where to implement them, and at least three months of SEO-focused content planned out for you. Let's get your coaching call on the books right now and get your marketing strategy headed in the right direction. Spots are limited, so don't wait. And I cannot wait to help you finally get the breakthrough you've been waiting for and jumpstart your business dream back to life. All right. And number four, which is honestly my favorite and the Holy Spirit really dropped this in my spirit before I sat down to record this. But the number four reason I feel like so many of us get burnout on content creation is this. It's not part of your authorized work. Now, I first heard this term, this concept from through Eric Beck, who I found through the Ben and Brothers podcast, which I love. If you don't listen to it, you should. Um, but in it, like in a in this concept, Eric talks about how Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda and healed one man. And I, that, that story in the Bible has always puzzled me. I'm like, Jesus, there was a lot of sick people there that day. <laughs> But elsewhere in scripture, we see, we see Jesus say, I only do what I see my father do. And I only say what I hear my father say. And that day, that day, Eric brings this point out that day, Jesus's authorized work was to go and heal that man. And that just hits me so hard because I feel like, you know, as, you know, as a Christian, as a as a business owner, is you know, just even somebody who wants to help people, you feel like it's your responsibility to fix all of the things, whether that is just something that's really in your core wheelhouse or just something that you have, you know, a quick solution for. <laughs> and y'all, not everything is part of our authorized work. And truly, the only way to really figure out what you are supposed to be doing is to sit with the Lord. He is the best teacher. He knows the plans that he has for you. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord, and he has work for you to do. Ephesians talks about the good work that he has for us to be doing. God has work for us to be doing, and we need to hear from heaven and then get on board with the authorized work that he has for us to do. And, you know, to the, so, you know, there's, there's a scripture in Philippians 4, 13 that everybody loves. I have quoted it a million times. I use it as a really great pep talk when I'm just tired or whatever. And it's, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, which is absolutely true. 
<laughs> but my favorite translation is actually, I think it's a Johnson translation, but my reference book with that in there um, is in my kid's bedroom and he's sleeping and I don't dare wake a baby up. <laughs> so I'm not sure what translation it is, but I'll find it and drop it in the show notes. But it says in that translation, I can do everything that I need to do that I need to do through Christ, who is the energizing source of my life. And then in today's Living Bible translation, still Philippians 4.13, it says, For I can do everything God asks me to do with the help of Christ, who gives me the strength and power. And I just want to ask you, point blank, and I want you to answer this for yourself, is all of the work on your plate something that you are authorized to be doing right now? Is this part of your authorized work? Are you supposed to be creating content for a blog, a podcast, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok? Is that really where your authorized work is? If it is, great, do it and lean on the Lord to get it done. But if it's not, if you sit with the Lord and he says, you know what? Really, I want you to focus in on a blog and LinkedIn and one social media post a week. Great. Do that. Because where you are authorized to operate is where the anointing will flow. So don't try to do work that you're not authorized to do because it's just going to be struggle bus and it's going to burn you out because you're going to be trying to do that in your own strength. Y'all, I preach myself happy. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now... (laughs) Number five, the number five reason, which is a little more practical, I guess you could say, um, is really maybe that content is something you should be outsourcing. Like, do you really have to do all of those things yourself? Even if your business is supposed to be doing them, do you really have to do them all yourself? Now, I will be real, real with y'all. This is honestly something that's been harder for me to do than I thought it would be. Um... I'm, I'm a creative by nature. I like to talk. I like to write. I kind of even like to design. I actually enjoy making dumb videos for social media. But <laughs> at some point, I'm going to have to outsource some things, right? Like, it's just I grow. And as my business grows, like, outsourcing is a great thing. It's a blessing. But it's something that's kind of hard to let go of, especially as a solopreneur. Like, you've learned to do all of the things. You've, you've learned how you like your graphics. You've learned how you like your blogs. You've learned, you you figured all these things out. But really when you sit down and you think about being burned out on content creation, maybe it really is time to be outsourcing some things, right? Like the biggest brands, the CEO does not sit there and create all of the content for all of the things. Like that's not his job, right? If you have a growing business, then maybe your job is to be more of the visionary and just do a better job training your employees. And I'm speaking to myself right here, right now, because y'all, there are things that only you can do, but probably not all of the content creation is on that list. Okay. So I actually want to pray for y'all before I peace out for the day. Um, so let's just jump right in. Well, father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you so much, Lord, not just for these businesses that you've given us, but God, for who you are, that the king of the universe, 
would bend low to listen to our prayers. Lord, that you care about us. You care about this work that you've given us to do. And you care about the people that you've called us to help. And Lord, we don't take this honor lightly to partner with you in kingdom work, be it work in the church or be it work in the marketplace. Lord, we want to see it as kingdom work. And Father, we ask that you would speak to us clearly, unmistakably in our hearts, Lord, that we would know the work that we are authorized to do, that we would know and understand the season that we're in. Lord, you would just give us divine direction and download and strategies from heaven on what we should outsource, on what we should be doing, on what the rhythm and flow of our business should look like. God, we trust you. We trust you with our businesses. And we thank you for the opportunity to serve you every second of every day. And we ask you for help, Lord, in in working as unto the Lord in everything we do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, y'all. I'll chat with you soon. Have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.